Welcome to Grounded with Brandon and Craig. I'm Brandon. And guess what? My name is Craig. Really? Yeah. Hey, great to be here. I always look forward to Monday mornings. Yeah, and it's amazing to me how fast they come around. Yeah. I mean, it's like we just seemed like we were in here the other day with Corey. And Mm -hmm. um, by the way, Corey, did he not do an awesome job with us? I've heard so many great comments of saying, hey, you know, they said it's it's good with you and I. But they said when we added the third person – it, just the dynamics were even better. Yeah, and I had a couple of people tell me it's like he's been doing this with us for 50 years. Right. And he's not even 50, so go figure that one out. Correct, exactly. <laughs> well, hey, before we get too far in, just want to say happy Mother's Day to all of you mothers out there that are listening. I know I have uh, three women in my life who I am blessed um, just to have in my life as as mothers. And the one's not my mother, but she is a mother to our children. And so, Allie, I am a, appreciative of her and thankful for her. And then my mom, Lisa, and my mother-in-law, Annette, um, happy Mother's Day to you ladies, as well as the rest of you mothers out there. So... Yeah, so it was uh, it was good to uh, see all the moms at church yesterday, yes. and uh, we had them stand. It's probably needed to give them more adulations, you know, because you know they Don't do lie. such a, <laughs> you know, a mom's job is never over, never done. And um, you know, and Happy Mother's Day again to my wife Anita because uh, she's a great mother, mm-hmm. and my kids uh, literally adore her, yeah. and um, she is uh, so invested, has been invested, and still is invested um, in their life. She always tells me, um, like, they are my business. And and so she yeah, is, sure. um, she's 100% on that. But Well, and, and you're right. A mother's job is never done. We were eating dinner last night. I made lasagna um, and tried to make sure that the moms didn't really have to do anything. And, um, you know, it's okay for a dad to grill out on Father's Day, but you want mothers to not have to because they, they cook all the time. That's true. And so, um, you know, I made lasagna and, and everything, and, and my kids are like, Mom, can I have more? Mom, can I? Mom. I'm like, guys, why don't you ask me? It's it's Mother's Day. Leave leave your mom alone. Right. <laughs> but anyways, no, it was a good day yesterday, and we'll get into that here in a little bit. But um, how's your week been? Or uh, how was your week last week, I guess? I well, mean, the week went uh, great, and, um, you know, um, the weather has just been I don't even go down that road. I mean, it's like, what did I say yesterday? We're in our seventh fall seventh of the fall. year. This is crazy. I had I like mean, three people mention that to me yesterday, <laughs> too. I mean, literally, we're in the seventh fall of the year. I mean, when is it going to turn on us? I mean, but, you know, I got to be content because we talked about that yesterday. So I'm going to be content exactly. with the weather no matter what happens. And no matter whether what. it's warm, whether it's cool, that's what I'm, <laughs> what's what I'm going um, to do. But, no, it's – uh it's been, it was a good week and, um, had a good, uh, a good weekend. And, um, I will tell you though, I had to go to Cincinnati on Friday. Mm-hmm. And, um, I got to, I think it's 670 around, you know, Dayton and all yep. that. Yep. I got jammed up in a, in a uh, car accident. I wasn't in the accident, but there was a car wreck miles ahead of me, but we were backed way up. And, um, I sat in this traffic jam for about an hour and 15 minutes. So I have serious radio. Mm-hmm. And so I thought, I only got a preset like on Willie's Roadhouse, yep. you know, the country stations, you know, Johnny Elvis. Cash, Elvis, you know, and I thought, well, I'm just going to flip it around and see what's on here. So, you know, I heard from the 60s and the 70s and the 80s, and I thought, that's awesome. So I uh, ended up talking to Anita for a minute, but I had stopped it on a station. And uh, when I uh, got done talking to Anita, I heard a song, and since Friday, I cannot get this song out of my head. And, oh, no. um, yeah, it's just, you know what I mean? You may not... You know what I'm talking about? Oh man, Twisted yeah. Sister. Yeah, and I don't even know how that happened. I never even listened to their music, but for some reason, like yesterday, we stood up for worship and I heard that song. I'm like, no! <laughs> I should grow my hair out and 
No, I shouldn't. No, you should not. No. But anyway, other than that, yes, I'm uh, good. I, it was. It's been a good. Um, been a good uh, weekend, and we had a good day yesterday. It mm-hmm. was just relaxing. We stayed home and uh, and, even, and enjoyed it. We actually we did grill out. Good, even in the weather. So oh, man, but yeah, it was. Really it's like good. we're we're living in Lake Richwood. It's like we all <laughs> like this lake community now. It's like we've got lakes <laughs> everywhere. It's like Richwood, Seattle, Ohio. Exactly. Like whatever, right? Yeah, so I how think, about you? What, what's been going on with you? Oh, man. Um, the place that's not done yet because of all the rain. So we started it. We're, we made really good headway on that. That was good. I did see the um, top of it sticking out of some water. So that's Yeah, good, right. right? It's, uh, it's a floating house now. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> um, but no, we had a good week uh, for the most part. I had uh, a fun day on Wednesday. I had some cavities filled. That's always not fun. Yeah, and I'm still in some pain over that. And so just, uh, that was fun. All of them were, I had three of them filled. Three. Wow. And must be all that cheesecake. It must be. I don't, <laughs> well, or the fact that I needed them filled last time I went and I was like, eh, okay. And, um, but yeah, two of them were in the top left back and one was in the bottom left back. Mm. And so they were all on the same side. And so I think what's gotten me more than anything is the numbing. That they did, and just you know, sticking that needle in, and they scored a little bit of that. And I mean, you're still feeling that, and I'm still, yeah. Well, but I grind my teeth at night too, and so I think that because of all the work I had done, it's made me grind my teeth worse. What are you three? Yes. (laughs) Well, I I'm trying to get rid of the passy. Okay. And so, but without the passy, and it just makes me grind my teeth more. That's painful, man. Yeah, it's it's been rough. But other than that, no, really, really good week. Um, yeah, looking forward to. Hopefully some some good weather coming up so we can looks like the the sun's going to be coming out for yes. the next few days which is awesome yeah because uh, my grass needs mowed mine does too <laughs> bad but we have uh, like tomorrow night we have prayer night yep. night of prayer and that's yep. going to be uh, good and um, always look forward to that yes. it's a little different because we've changed it up I mean we're still doing it live on Facebook but um, it's a little different because the last few times we've added a live crowd mm-hmm. so it is a little different for you and I because right. you know you have to kind of play with the crowd too and. Yes. Talk to them, and, yep. and so it's been a little bit different, but I, I think it's been good. And yeah, it has you know, been. I think stretches yeah. me a little bit, right? To be, uh, yeah, it's definitely different. You know, like right now, you and I are sitting in the stream room, and it's just you and I, and and we can play off of each other. But you add that other dynamic of the right. crowd, and it's you know, it's good. It is good, and we've had some good comments uh, last mm-hmm. week. We had some really good comment yep. or last month, and uh, so yeah, I'm looking forward to that tomorrow night. It's I think be that'll good. be really that'll be really good, and um, we've got the. Um, New Path Pregnancy Center, the baby bottle. What do yep. you call it? Baby, baby bottle, bottle drive. drive. Baby yeah. bottle campaign. Yeah, where you take the baby bottle and you fill it with dollar bills or checks or money or change mm-hmm. or silver, gold or whatever. Diamonds. You wanna, diamonds, yeah. whatever, you know, whatever you want to do. And um, you put that in there. Well, that started yesterday on Mother's Day. It actually officially ends on Father's Day in June. And mm-hmm. so you have in that time to fill a baby bottle up if you've. Want to fill one up once a week? Just go ahead and do that and bring it back, and we'll give you another one. And yep. But I think that's a really good thing, though. It, it's a neat idea, and it just, yeah, it not only brings awareness to what they're doing, but it just helps their ministry out, and that's, you know, it is a ministry. Yeah. They're ministering to those, um, not just the, the young women, um, but also the young men in a lot of the cases as well, and so yep. it's just a, a good opportunity for, for their ministry, right. you know, here in Richwood, in Marysville, Bell Fountain. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they've got one other location. I can't remember exactly where that is. Do they? Is there four? I think there's four total. Four, okay, gotcha. Yeah. It just started in Marysville. 
And okay. then they've kind of branched out since then. And well, I know that we had them on a few months ago mm-hmm. on our night of prayer when mm-hmm. we were not meeting with everybody. Correct. And so uh, we had a couple of the ladies come, and that was that was really good. That was very informative. Some of yes. the things I had no idea that, mm-hmm. you know, that what they get into. Yep. So that, that is a good thing. So if you guys um, are uh, by the church during the week and you want to pick up a baby bottle, or if you're here on Sunday, make sure you go to the Welcome Center and get a baby bottle, and we would like to get you guys set up, and you can start dropping your change it could be a whole family event just start yeah. dropping pennies and your know, dollar bills or, or dollar bills in your case hundred dollar bills sure <laughs> or not. not really right <laughs> you got all that stimulus money man right yeah i it went into the swing set didn't it yeah maybe, maybe a little bit okay gotcha. i've been wanting a truck but i just can't find the right one and well, those things are expensive make sure you put twisted sister on that i will okay gotcha. i will <laughs> i get a logo for the back window or something right. <laughs> Yeah, no, it's um, mine and Allie's anniversary is coming up in a couple weeks. I knew that. We're going to number 13. 13. Yeah, 13 wow. years. So we've been, you know, we've been together now for almost 16 years. Wow. It's Congratulations. Amazing. amazing she's put up with me that yeah, long. Yeah, I mean, yeah, she needs a medal, doesn't she? She does. Right, right. Yeah. So no, we're going to slip away to Amish country for the night. and That'll be good. Just the two of us, so that'll be good. Yeah, Looking that'll be awesome. That. Amish country is awesome. I love It's great. I love going up there because it, it it's like the the when I get up there and you spend a day or two up there, mm-hmm. you immediately start jetting down. Right. And I absolutely love that because it's just it's just your mind's totally away from mm-hmm. everything and sometimes you just need that. Yeah, absolutely. So you can I'll be sure to text you a 100 times soon. <laughs> Yeah, no, to, I won't. I have to turn my phone on airplane mode, I guess. <laughs> right. But any. no, that'll be fun for you guys. That'll be yeah, good. we're looking forward to it. Mm-hmm. My my parents always enjoy going up there. They they try to go at least once a year, come up from Virginia and, right. and go up there. They've got a, a trip planned. Um, they're actually going with my aunt and uncle who have never been. Um, I think it's in, in the fall. Oh, awesome. So that'd be nice up there in the fall, too. Awesome. You can't beat the food either. Food's no, always good no. up there. Amish food is just that is not on the caveman diet. It's not. How's that going? It, it's going well, and I and I'm going to talk about that just for a second because I had a, several people ask me, "Hey, you didn't talk about the caveman diet? Did you flush it? Are you done with it?" No, I am not. I'm actually two weeks yesterday, and um, it is all protein. It's vegetables. It's fruit. And, um, I'll tell you, it's, I, I am feeling a lot better and, um, it, I can tell a difference because I'm not eating donuts, junk, cheesecake, yep. you know, all that good stuff. Oh, and, I had a piece um, of cheesecake yesterday. Yeah, I know you did. Sorry. Ate one for me, didn't you? I did. Okay, perfect. Yes. And, uh, so, um, yeah, I'm feeling really good. I mean, it's, um, you know, I don't know basically on the weight thing. Um, I, th- I can notice a difference in my clothes, so that's good for me. And that's, that's, that's what I want to do. So yes, I'm still on the caveman diet. I'm still going to keep doing it. And, um, I think it's called really the paleo diet or something like that. If that's the, that's like the real name for it, but I like the caveman diet. Better. I do too. It kind of gives you that visual picture. I'm just thankful that you, or not wearing an outfit like Fred Flintstone well, or Barney Rubble or something. You know what? I thought about it, actually. I yeah. thought, yeah, hey, what about by midsummer I get up and speak in that, like the Fred Flintstone outfit? Right. <laughs> At least I'll be wearing a tie. Some people would like that, right? Yeah. There you go. <laughs> exactly. I always thought that was so weird why he wore a tie with that outfit. You know, cartoons. Cartoons have come So I could be Fred way. and you could be Barney. 
about the right size proportion, I guess, and my height <laughs> versus yours. Fred yeah. and Barney. That was the, that was, I loved that era of cartoons. Though. Oh, they were great. The Jetsons. Oh, they were like, great. The Jetsons were amazing. And it, I love the voiceovers because it's like every cartoon had the same voices. Yes. It was, it was unbelievable. Yeah. But we didn't know that because the characters changed. But. Exactly. So tell everybody what we got uh, cooking for, um, grounded. We've, um, we're going to do a little bit of, um, a, um, if you're interested, why don't you tell them? Yeah, so we um, we kind of came up with a new. It's not really a logo. Um, I think we're going to keep the the grounded logo that we have on the podcast, but it's it's more of a a caricature emoji or bitmoji of you and I with the the grounded logo, and um, we're gonna. Um, offer t-shirts so if you would like a t-shirt with mine and craig's bitmo on it that says grounded podcast with we're Brandon probably gonna craig. be the only ones wearing them you know we that, will right? probably be the only right. ones wearing them um email the church at richwood church of christ at gmail.com they're going to be twenty dollars and um and we will get your order in and and get you a t-shirt let us know what size you want and how many and all of that good stuff and they but can see the logo on facebook on later facebook, on today we're gonna right put that on the church's facebook okay. page as well and they might look at him and be like, oh, that's Ugh. silly. Um, I wouldn't wear that, but you and I will wear them. We'll wear them. You know, any special guests that come in and visit us, if we have them come in, they're going to get a free, uh, grounded t-shirt. So that'll be the highlight of the, pretty much their week. We're going to get everybody, I want to be a special guest. Oh yeah, they probably not. Yeah. But, wow. So we do have, um, looking forward to next week as well. Next week's going to be wonderful. We're heading down to the great state of Kentucky, the bluegrass state. The bluegrass state. And, uh, so that's going to be fun because you know, the weather's always good in Kentucky. I've driven through Kentucky. That is not true. <laughs> so, yeah, we're going to be going down to Kentucky. A good friend of mine is going to join us on the podcast. His name's Mike Allen. So if he's listening to us right now, we're really looking forward to spending uh, a few minutes with you and having you uh, take part on the uh, podcast. Plus, gets us uh, down on the road a little bit. That's so right. That'll, that'll yeah. be fun. So. I'm, I'm looking forward to that for a couple reasons. For one, I, I do love the state of Kentucky. I went to college in Kentucky, so I spent you know that's where God five years down of my night, life right? in Kentucky. That's what I heard. I heard he that he sleeps in the state of Kentucky. That's what I've heard. Okay. From you. Oh. Um, but no, I, I actually, I feel like I know Mike already just from conversations with you and mm-hmm. interacting with him a little bit on Facebook. He's joined us some for our night of prayer and things right. like that. And, um, so I'm looking forward to meeting with, uh, meeting him and, and chatting a little bit. Mike's a worship minister as well. And so we'll talk a little bit about worship and, and what that looks like. I think and we mentioned him a few weeks ago on here about just worship styles yes, and, yep. and everything. So yeah, so we're looking forward to that. That'll be, that'll be fun. Brandon and I will be in the car for six hours and perfect. Yippee-ki-yay. Yep. You'll have a good time. That's right. <laughs> so but, I did have somebody reach out to me yesterday. They, okay. they gave me some, um, ideas okay. for our, our podcast that we're going to do where we kind of pull things from a hat or a, mm-hmm. a mug or whatever for some topics, really good topics. Um, but he also, Told me that he, I had him wanting a blackstone now. Oh, here we are. So Going here back we to are. The blackstone. Yeah. I haven't, I haven't cooked a whole lot on it this past week. We had a kind oh, of a, a busy shame. week, but I did. It cook. rained most of the week. Yeah, I know. I did um, my day off Friday, and so I cooked breakfast on it Friday morning, that and that was good. That was good. Yeah. But, so they, he he mentioned the uh, the blackstone. He's th- is he debating about getting one, or he doesn't want to get one, or he does want to get? Oh one? no, he he said he wants one. Let's see here. He said. He said, also, now you got me convinced I need a Blackstone grill at some point in my life. LOL. So maybe Blackstone can, um, you know. We need, we need them to sponsor our podcast. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> We've talked about Blackstone and Black Rifle Coffee. Yeah, right? That's yeah. crazy. Blackstone, Black Rifle Coffee. That's, that's crazy. That so. is crazy. Speaking of coffee, before we get into what we're going to talk about, brought you coffee today from, uh, from 
Tim Hortons. Tim Hortons. How yeah. is your truck? My truck. Yeah, I'm going to f- replace two tires, but uh, hey, I got your coffee. That's all. I that appreciate it. Yeah, no, that parking lot. They they did say that they're going to fix it come summertime. They if did. That ever I asked about it, and they said they're going to fix it. But here's the funny thing about that is just when I didn't think that thing could get any worse, mm. it mm. got worse over the weekend because I had not been in there since Friday because yeah. I stopped there on my way to Cincinnati. I'm like, I swear that hole got bigger. What so, happened? So Allie and I went through yesterday. And uh, we ran to Walmart after church and got a few things and for the lasagna and all that stuff. And I was like, I want a coffee. So I went through and the one, you know, the really big pothole. At the beginning? Like, at the beginning, yeah. right at the curve. Oh, it's terrible. And it's like, I don't even know what to, it's probably the size of a Volkswagen hood. Exactly. Um, and it's probably four feet deep. It's crazy and he's not, he's not exact. It, it's a good at least three feet deep, probably. Exactly. It was full of water. And I told Allie, I said, I feel bad for somebody that's never been in this parking lot and thinks that that's just a little, yep. a little dip. Right. It's not a little dip. No. Cause when I pulled in today, there was three guys fishing in it. So I don't, <laughs> <laughs> were they catching anything good? No, not really. <laughs> yeah, that's great. <laughs> Gift so, cards to Tim Horton. I did get, anyway. I got confirmation as well today that my uh, black rifle shipment has, um, confirmed for this month. So that should awesome. be shipping out to me soon. Perfect. I change it up every month. I get the whole bean, but I change the flavor up. This this month I went they they're um they're supporting um servicemen and women. So this month I, oh, I went with nice. Thin Blue Line. Oh. And and it's a a coffee. Is that, that the name of the coffee? Thin Blue Line. Thin Blue Line. Oh, that and makes so, me want to order. That's kind of cool. Yeah, and so it goes to support um police officers. Oh. And so yeah. I I thought, you know what? It, it had a good flavor profile it yeah. looked like and it goes to some of the proceeds go to support police right. officers. So I thought that was a awesome. that, that's one of the things I like about Black Rifle Coffee is they support the military and right. with my first bag, I got they they do a thing called buy buy a bag, give a bag. And so when I got my first order, um I got to choose um which branch of the military to send a bag of coffee to. Um, oh, so you buy a bag and give a bag. It's not like you could buy a bag and give me a bag. Correct. Okay, just correct. Check. No, I sent mine to um, to the Navy. My pawpaw was in the Navy, and so I, I thought, oh, I'm going to send it to the Navy. I've got a buddy who in high school that awesome. went off to the Navy. and so yeah. Perfect. That sounds good. So what about yesterday? I thought yesterday was good. I We got up yesterday morning. Literally, it's just pouring down rain. It's drizzly. It's dark. It's cold. It's windy. Um, I thought on my way to church, I was like, we won't have more than a handful of people. Right. We were packed. We were packed. We were packed yeah. yesterday. That was awesome to it was see. Great. That just, I think God's moving like we've never seen in a while here. And I think God's, um, you know, we're, I think we're above the national average we right are. now we are. for attendance, people coming back. Mm-hmm. We've got new people coming. In mm-hmm. fact, I was told yesterday, uh, by a couple who's been coming here. I think since Easter, um, told me yesterday they were like, this is, this is our church. That's great. I thought that was awesome. That's this great. is our church and that they just felt at home and mm-hmm. they thought that was great. So, but yeah, that was great to see, you know, people here, people singing. Yes. Um, cause I just didn't know what to expect and yeah. worship was great. So yeah. that was good. No, that first service too, they were, I, I would have kept singing that song if I could have. We were singing the heart of worship. Right. And, um, and man, I think it was the heart of worship. Here I am to, it was here I am to worship, worship, right? And, um, they, they started singing so loud. I just backed off the mic. It was like, this is beautiful. Mm -hmm. I don't need to sing. I'll just take it all in. (laughs) 
Great. Yeah, it was good. It was it was really good. I thought I thought the selections, uh, uh, the music that we sang, the worship songs that we sang were great because it went right along with what you know we were talking about and yeah. what you know you know I think what the scriptures mm-hmm. went along with the scriptures and and I thought that was that was fantastic. So you know it's one of those subjects that you know you know we talk about that um, it covered a lot yesterday and you know like we've said before i i have a tendency to get dinged for being political and right. for speaking out against politics and and i'm and i tried to explain yesterday i'm not political um, there are things that we talk about in the Bible that the Bible goes against what's taking place politically. Absolutely. And so we're going to go against that. Yep. We're going to go against that every single time. Right. And I, I kind of fluffed and, you know, joked yesterday, you know, I've actually thought about running for the governor of Ohio. And after church, I had like six people come and said, Hey, if you run for governor, we're going to vote for you. <laughs> so. I, I vote for you. Yeah. No, that actually, um, that was good. That, that got quite a bit of, of laughter um, going in the room. So, right. No, it, it was a, a really good day. And, um, and and it was just yeah you you're right it's it's a topic that wasn't um that that's not always easy no but i think you're right if if you stick to the truth of the bible then you know sometimes those things are you know we have to right we have to address them well, i think and the way that uh, the way that we did this yesterday is i started off with philippians 4 verses 11 yeah. through 13 because i kind of likened it to that um what is taking place in our country actually globally but specifically in our country um it kind of sows discontentment exactly. in all of our lives so if i'm going to read this real quick yep, uh, that passage of scripture it's from philippians 4 verses 11 through 13 and, and the apostle paul is awesome i love it because here's what he says not that i was ever in need for i have learned how to be content with whatever i have i know how to live on almost nothing and with everything and this is the part that i love i have learned the secret like he's saying this is the Here secret is. of life yep. and the, you need to learn it of living in every situation, whether it is a full stomach or empty, whether it's plenty or little. And this is the line. For I can do everything through Christ who gives me the strength. Yep. And, you know, we talked a lot about that yesterday, that our strength comes directly from the power of God's Holy Spirit, right. Jesus Christ, God living inside of me. Mm-hmm. And so that is the most important thing, I think, as we go through our life as a follower of Jesus Christ, because guaranteed that you and I, or anybody else listening, or anybody that was here at church Sunday, something's going to happen today where it's going to sow the seeds of discontentment. Right. Guarantee. Yep. And so we can do one or two things. We're going to react to that, which is fine, mm-hmm. but we have to pull back immediately and be like, okay, God, how right. how do you want me to yeah. live in this? How What am I supposed to do? Yeah. So you tap into the power of the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. I can do this. I can do this through the strength of right. Jesus Christ who lives inside of me, and that helps your witness. Yes, it does. That's one of those verses for me that I I do absolutely love it. And you have to look at it in context because mm-hmm. Philippians 4.13 is taken, you know, out of context, I think, so much. And you see it, exactly. you know, on athletes' arms or they'll exactly. write it on their uh, – I what, love watching American Ninja Warrior. And sometimes those athletes mm-hmm. on there will – which, you know, I, I think it's great because hopefully it gets some people that are watching into their Bible. Right, right. But they're just taking that one verse, I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength. Right. Out of context because they're not looking at, at the verses around it. And I'm going to exactly. be talking about that here in a couple of weeks, I believe. Um, just talking about the idea of some of the things that we as Christians need to stop doing. And that's one of those things is taking, taking scripture out of mm-hmm. context yep. and trying to make them, cause I, I can take scripture, and make it to apply to my feelings, to my emotions. And that has happened 
way, way, way too much since Absolutely. March of 2020. Christians taking passages out of context and just slop, slapping them down. Like yesterday when I mentioned Romans 13, yes. you know, give to Caesars what Caesars. I'm yep. like, don't let anybody mm-hmm. pull that on you. Mm-hmm. Do not let anybody go down that road. Right. That's way, way out of context. Yep. So I've been reading a book, um, and then we'll get back into um, – um, to yesterday's message too, but um, John Cooper, who is the lead singer of the Christian rock band Skillet, mm-hmm. um, if you haven't, here's here's my plug for Christian him. group. You said he's a Christian okay. group. Yeah, they're they're not satanic or anything. It's not like Twisted Sister. I, not okay, not like gotcha. Twisted Sister. I know that if you listen to their music, you're like, oh my goodness, that's good stuff. Good good <laughs> lyrics. Um, you know, John John's one of those guys, and I've actually seen this play out before. I get into this. Um, this section of his book here, but okay. I've seen it play out where Christian artists are, they're kind of blurring the line. Oh yeah. Because they're, they're making money off of this stuff and some ministers and some ministers. Yeah, right. Exactly. But they're, they're, they take things out of context or mm-hmm. they take a stance on, on an issue that um, the Bible says is absolutely not true. Right. And I've seen right. this play out. And so to see, a Christian artist who skillet's music isn't just they're not just in the Christian lane. Their their music mm-hmm. is listened to by atheists and and they are they have you know, a wide they have a wide group, group of right. followers. That's good. And and so I always thought, yeah, they're probably just one of those bands that, you know, they're they're in the Christian music industry. They they're really good music. I mm-hmm. love the music. They're they're hard rock. Mm-hmm. Um, their lyrics are really good if you dig into their lyrics of their songs. But then I've been watching and listening to John Cooper's podcast. It's called Cooper Stuff. Right. And um, it is it is some really good stuff. That's awesome. John Cooper is – he's founded in his Bible. I've heard him talk he, before. He's really good. He, he he's, he's getting worked up on some of the stuff that's going on it's hard in not our to. world. It is hard, hard not, not to. to. But I have not disagreed with anything that he has said. And so through all of this, I'm like – I'm going to buy his book. He, he put a book out a few months ago, and it's called Awake and Alive to Truth. They've got a, a song called Awake and Alive. Okay. It's, it's a really good song. But in this chapter that I just read the other day, they, he was talking about um, how we get out of alignment sometimes. And um, it, it the chapter is titled, it's chapter five, Simply Irresistible. And then underneath it says, Can My Emotions Lead Me to the Truth? And he talks about how sometimes our emotions can get in the way of and can blur our vision exactly. of the truth. And here toward the end, he says, there will be times when the lines between wrong and right are blurred. I can guarantee it. Our emotions will cause us to believe beyond a shadow of a doubt that we should follow a path that is inconsistent with the Bible. So we should be on guard at all times, clinging to the truth of the word of God. Mm-hmm. And I read that, and I'm like, how true is that? And then he goes on right. and he says, you know, God has created us with him, with the gift of emotions, and life is all the sweeter because of it. But those wonderful emotions cannot be our foundation for living. Where do they belong? We must put our emotions and feelings under the lordship of Jesus and the truth of his word. So let us walk in step with the Spirit and resist our irresistible convictions of our desires and emotions when they conflict with God's word. At this point, I think that most people would agree that we should be on guard against our emotions. However, I believe that our culture's relativism has affected us more deeply than we know. Is it possible that Christians have been shaped by the worldly philosophies that felt like truth Mm. but are actually at war against God? Wow. Could this have happened without us even realizing it? 
If we are to find truth, we must take a bold step and look at the privileging or sorry, look at the prevailing irresistible conviction that is plaguing both society and the church at the moment. Mm-hmm. Wow. How true is that? That's, that's very true. I mean, that's, that's, that's a, uh, that's some heavy duty stuff right there. And, um, a lot of people, Christians, because we're talking about Christians here. Exactly. They, they're not doing what they're called to do. Right. And so that's, that's yeah. something we're, else. We're allowing, you know, the media to dictate mm-hmm. what we believe. Exactly. We're allowing our emotions mm-hmm. to get in the way. We've talked about that. The things we want, the things we, we think we need, the things we desire. Mm-hmm. Um, our emotions and, and John in that chapter, he said, emotions aren't bad. God gave us emotions mm-hmm. for a reason. Well, and I, and I believe with all my heart that the, uh, we're, what we're seeing lived out today is the spirit of the antichrist. Mm-hmm. And we're going to talk about that next week in that spirit of what that does. The antichrist is not ruling, right? but the spirit of the mm-hmm. antichrist has been here for a long yes. time and it is continually to get, move down that road. Right. And so one of the things about all the COVID restrictions and the mandates and complying, I've never bought into those ever. Right. I've right. never bought into anyone. You can call my wife and you can ask her day one. I was like, no, uh, this is this is totally godless, mm-hmm. and this was not about a virus. And I never, I never actually bought into it ever. Right. Right. And the reason I say that is, is because those people who have been telling us what to do are godless, right? Godless to the point that they're almost satanic. And if you look at even you know, and, and I even hate to refer to him as the nation's top doctor, but he is probably one of the most godless individuals that have in telling people of faith what to do and how to live their life. In fact, there's a couple things I wanted to, to share about him that people probably know or don't know, but yesterday, and you, you and I brought this up, you brought this up this morning and I was going to bring this up anyway, but, um, yesterday on face the nation, um, it says, Fauci, quite possible seasonal mask wearing will become permanent in the United States of America. He has absolutely zero data that confirms that's what needs right. to take place. This guy's talking out of both sides of his mouth, and um, he is totally out of line. Now, the other thing, and you got to remember something when it comes to this. This is the National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases, which he is in charge of, okay? Right. So remember that. So let me, let me, let me share one more thing with you here about, about that. And, um, which I thought, um, you know, is, um, you know, is very difficult to, to latch onto, but his whole organization, they're not, they're not following God. They're following what, you know, what they want. And uh, there was an article that was posted and I can't seem to find it right now. I wish I could. So let me see if I can find this real quick. Um, yeah, here it is. It's, uh, this article was posted last week and it says Fauci's agency spent over $400,000. Are you ready? $400,000 on experiments grafting aborted fetal scalps hmm. onto mice and rats. Hmm. So if, an aborted baby is not a baby, but you're taking their scalps and their hair and you're grafting them onto mice or rats. No, no, no. Here's it is. 
Here's what it says. The National Institute of Allergy Infectious Diseases, the federal health agency run for decades by the celebrated White House coronavirus advisor, Dr. Anthony Fauci, has spent $400,000 funding a series of experiments that grafted the scalps of aborted fetuses onto living mice. Studies that were meant to to investigate human skin's propensity for developing infections. You talk about God. You know what that is? That's like the reign of Hitler, and that's like Dr. Mengele. That's exactly what that is, but we don't see that. And so here's what infuriates me, is that Christians all over this nation are following this guy. And I'm just going to say, he's a ghoul. Yeah. He's a ghoul. He's a godless ghoul. And he is about abortion. He's about, he's not about God. And for us to say, you know what? We're going to follow what Dr. Fauci says. I, no, no, we're not. I'm not going to follow him. I'm not going to listen to anything this guy says yeah. because he is out of line. He does not have. And here's what I've always thought. You have to align everything with God's word. So if this man believes in abortion and this man is taking, um, in his institute, mm-hmm. The infectious diseases or whatever they call that is taking the scalps of aborted fetuses and grafting them onto mice and rats. Where's that fall into God's word? Not at all. I'm just still trying to figure out what purpose that's being used for, but that's beside the point, I guess, but still. It's just, it's, it's almost like, it's almost like how deviant can we get? Right. How stupid can we get? This is like, you know, you look at uh, when Hitler took over and you look at, you know, Joseph Mengele, his top doctor. Mm-hmm. This is who he reminds me of. Right. I mean, you're, you you start grafting somebody's, um, you know, they would do terrible things to the Jews. I won't go into all that because somebody might have a weak stomach. Right. But, uh, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> but, yeah, it's like, what do you do with that? Well, again, I'm going to discern what takes place in this world and by what I'm told by God's word, and I'm going to pray. I'm going to ask for God's, you know, Holy Spirit to right. direct me in yes. my life. So, yeah. well, and you you hit on it. It's exactly, it's exactly what uh, really the whole theme of John Cooper's book that I read from a few minutes ago is hitting on. And you have to be, you have to have that foundation of God's word. Exactly. You know, that's where, and we talked about that a few weeks ago. You know, but that our exactly. source of truth. Where's our source of truth at? But that's really as Christians, we've got to shut everything else out. Out. If it if it's not in alignment with God's truth, with God's word, it's false. Exactly. Well, let me ask you this, and you and I have not even talked about this, so listen to this. Here's the question. Hope it's not if you go to the doctor, okay? Yep. So you went to the doctor tomorrow morning, and they ran tests on you. Mm-hmm. And they came back, and they said, hey, we think you have colon cancer. Let me ask you a question. Are you going to take that doctor, his word for it, or are you possibly going to go get a second opinion? I'm going to get a second opinion. Okay, definitely. So here's what we got going here in the United States of America right now. For 14 months, mm-hmm. we've only had one opinion. Right. We've never been able to have an informed decision on our own. So basically, here's what they need to do. They need to have, if they want to have Fauci stand up, you know, whatever mm-hmm. you need to do is fine. But then you need to get another doctor on right. the other side. But no, I disagree with this, but here's what will actually happen. So as a United States of American citizen, as just a person who's going to the doctor, what do you do when you go to the doctor and you get that, you know, he, he tells you that and then you go to another doctor? Well, now you can make an informed decision, right? Exactly. And so you always go get a second opinion. Right. In the United States of America on the coronavirus and the mandates, we've never had the opportunity to make an informed decision mm-hmm. on our own. Mm-hmm. We have been pretty much the thumbs down, and we've never been able to get a second opinion. Right. Well, I have gotten second opinions on this from other doctors, Mm -hmm. and they do not agree with it. Right. And so I know for a fact 
that this is not a this is not what they're saying that right. it is. And you and I have talked. You, there's a virus. Exactly. We're not saying there's not a virus. But, you know, now they're talking about, hey, there's more coming. Right. There's a, a mute, another mutation. How do we know that's true? I don't believe anything they tell yeah. me. Nothing. But, yeah, I agree. There's There was something that happened. Right. And I've got my thoughts on that, but yeah, we'll just leave it at that. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Anyways, moving on. Um, day new. Break that down. That that was good stuff. Did I say that right? You did. Okay. Day anew. Basically, it's it's enough, God. What you've done for us is enough. And um, when I went through this yesterday, we talked about when the Jewish people around Passover, that when they would celebrate Passover, they would basically tell God in this word, day anew, what you've already done for me is enough. Yeah. If all you've ever done was part the Red Sea, it's enough. If all you ever did was destroy our enemies in the Red Sea, that was enough. If all you've ever done was provide food for us, it was enough. If all you ever did was provide light at night and a, and a, and a direction for the day with a cloud, it would have been enough. So the Jewish people would sing this song day anew. And the word literally means it would have been enough. Right. And I think that's an awesome word because we talked a little bit about this yesterday to where Today, a lot of Christians, it's never enough. It's right. never enough right. what God has done for us. And so, when you look at um, when you look at that, it I even get into it because sometimes I'm like, God, why why is this going on? What you know, what's what's happening here? And so you have uh, you get to the point where you're just like, okay, God, you know what? I need to praise you for what you've done. And so the fact uh, I think I asked this yesterday it was like, what if God Never answered one more prayer. Right. What if God never um, fulfilled one more thing in your life or never did one more thing? Has what he done already in your life been mm-hmm. enough? Yeah. That's the question. Absolutely. Is it? Is it enough? Yeah. And if you start thinking about it, yeah, it's enough what God has already done in my life. So it's a, it's a really good – it's a good thought. It is. It's a great thought, and and it's one that you know was we sang the songs yesterday. That's kind of really where mm-hmm. I I pulled a lot of the songs from. Of you know, enough. All of you is more than enough mm-hmm. for me. Um, and I loved the John Piper quote that you you said yesterday. He says, "When we come up a little short, we always want God. So we always want God to do more and more because we have not learned to be content." That is the source of discouragement and disappointment with God for a lot of Christians. We need to learn this phrase, what you have already done is enough. Mm-hmm. It's true. How true is it? I mean, it's very true. spot on. I love John Piper. I do too. Two weeks in a row we've quoted him. Right? That's crazy, isn't it? Yes. One was, the week before was more of a flippant comment, and this one's more of a very serious very comment. Serious, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I agree with that. That's, that is a, that is a very good comment. And I read a verse of scripture yesterday, which I carry a folder with me every time I go up to speak, and this scripture's on here. And I love this, because I think it goes along with the whole Daniel, which is 1 Thessalonians 5, verses 16 through 18. And it's this, it's always be joyful, never stop praying, be thankful in all circumstances, mm-hmm. for this is God's will for you who belong to Christ Jesus. Right. And I and I think about that, and you break that verse down, and you could almost – it's a very short three, three verses. Mm-hmm. But if you start breaking that down, I mean, if you started with always be joyful, and you landed on that, you could talk about that forever. Yeah, yeah. Never stop praying. Well, 
Let's admit it. We do stop mm-hmm. praying. We may pray, mm-hmm. but what are those prayers saying? And then not, the third one is be thankful in all circumstances. He doesn't say be thankful just when it goes well. Mm-hmm. Be thankful in all circumstances. That gets back to the Apostle Paul. I've learned I've the learned. secret of being mm-hmm. content in every situation. Yep. And that brings us for today, even relating that to what we're going through today. Yep. We'll say like the coronavirus and all the mandates. So you know what? I have learned the secret of being content no matter what. I can do it in 2021. So guess what I'm going to do in 2021? No matter if I don't agree with what's taking place, I can be joyful. Mm -hmm. I'm never going to stop praying and I'm going to be thankful in every single thing that God has done for me. Even if he does not one more thing for Mm -hmm. me for the rest of my, I'm already thankful for what he's done. So it's all relatable, right? It's all gets back to the same thing. So even if tomorrow it snows three inches, you'll be joyful. <sighs> hit a nerve. You know what? I'll pray hard. There I will, you go. I'm, I'm, I, I, you know what? I'll pull the covers over my head and I'll pray, hoping that it goes away, and then I'll get up and be joyful. Okay, yes. good, good. <laughs> yeah. You know, does weather? Does that include the weather? I think it he does. never mentions. He the doesn't weather. mention the weather. You're right. <laughs> yeah. No, I've, I've actually seen. I think you've done better this year. Really? Well, at least I haven't had to hear about it as much. <laughs> Poor Anita. Poor Anita. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, right? (laughs) And you know, uh, another passage of Scripture that we read yesterday is a very familiar passage of Scripture, and it's Romans 8.28. And I love the way that this starts. It says, and we know. So basically, it's like, we know this. So don't forget this. We already know Mm -hmm. this, that God causes some things, that God causes what? Everything. Mm -hmm. To work together for the good of those who love God and are calling, called to his purpose for them. So what does that mean for me today? You know, you said the weather. Yeah. I, I can, yeah. I can honor God in that. What's that mean for me today when it comes down to some of the stuff we're seeing that is going against Christianity or they're taking God out or, you know, the COVID-19 restrictions or whatever happens. Yeah. And we already know that God causes everything to work together for the good of those who love God. And when we're, when we believe that passage of scripture, basically this thing is saying, you know what, no matter what happens, I can still do what God has called me to do Mm -hmm. no matter what. Yes. And so it gets back to, I've learned the secret of being content Mm -hmm. in every situation. Right. So all that ties together. Yeah. I real all of it. Yeah. And I think that that goes back to, um, what you were saying a little bit ago too, of, um, I just I went blank. That doesn't um, happen often. That doesn't happen. That happened for to me. You. Yeah, that happens to me you a were, lot. You were talking about that earlier. I was talking about that. Earlier. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, of just being being content and and not not allowing the situations, the circumstances, because let's face it, something's going to happen. Oh yeah, something is going to happen. Whether oh, yeah, 100%. I get cut off in traffic or. Oh, yeah. It rains more or, you know, I don't have the right parts to finish my play set or, you know, something mm-hmm. is going to happen. But how am I how am I going to respond? Where's, right. where's my trust? Right. At? right. Um, am I going to trust that God is going to do um, what he said he's going to do? And is is that enough? Well, the kind of the quote that you read from uh, is it John Cooper? Yes. He uh, you know kind of talked about, you know, uh, the feelings and, mm-hmm. and all that. And. Uh, 
and this is really tough for a lot of Christian people to, to understand because a lot of times our Christianity, our following Christ is based on our feelings. Right. But did you realize that it's not based on your feelings? Because there's some days you're not going to feel like, honestly, there's some days I don't feel like following Christ. Right. There's some days I don't feel like doing the right thing. So it's based on my love for Christ where it's, it's action. Cause love, would you agree is an action word? Mm-hmm. It's not a feeling word. You know, what was a foreigner even saying? Love is right. more than a feeling. They're, right. they're 100% correct. It's more, uh, it's more than a feeling. So when you look at following God, what, what has to come? Well, you have to believe, but you have to have your mindset correctly. You're, you, you have to have knowledge of God. And yeah. that's why I read the verses that we read yesterday from Hosea 4, 6, where it says, my people are being destroyed because they don't know me. A lot of people's relationship to God is a feeling, yeah. and they really, truly do not know God in a deep, personal, satisfying way. So they're tossed, and they're blown by all the things. They're tossed and blown by what's said from the White House or what's mm-hmm. said from the State House or what's said during COVID-19, or they might hear one minister who says one thing and somebody else says another thing. They're tossed there. He's basically saying, you're destroyed because you mm-hmm. do not know me. Yes. Isaiah 5.13, my people have gone into captivity because they have no knowledge. Yeah. We, and I and I take that more than just being held in captivity in a dungeon. Mm-hmm. You're held captivity mm-hmm. by your thoughts right. of what God wants you to do. So you just don't have any knowledge. So right. it is on me and it's on you. It's on yes. all of us to know who God is. Yep. And that's tough. Yeah. Like you said, if you're listening to what the media mm-hmm. or if you're listening to whatever. So, yeah. And, and I think you're right. You mentioned a little bit ago about how, you know, God can work anything out for his good. Mm-hmm. You know, and you, you read the, the Romans 8 28. Um, but look at that. I think that there are more people searching for God's truth. Mm-hmm. You talked about us and, and how we're above the national average here. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that, that God is, that's not you and I doing that or anybody no. else. No. It's because I, I really tr- truly believe it's because we're standing on the foundation of God's truth and God's word, right? And God is honoring that, and and people are searching. You know, I'm praying for a revival. You know, do I get disgusted at what's taking place in the world around me? Mm-hmm. Yes. Do I get frustrated at what you know? I I don't watch the news, so I don't get as frustrated. Um, I, I haven't watched the news in months. Um, if I need the weather, I've got it on my phone. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I just don't, I don't tap into it right. because it frustrates me too much. You know, I did see where our president on the national day of prayer the other day, never once mentioned the name of God, mm-hmm. took God out. And, and that's, that's been something that they've been trying to do for a long time. You, mm-hmm. you mentioned that yesterday. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's, who's that on? That's on us as Christians mm-hmm. because we haven't stood up when they took 19 what 62 mm-hmm. when they took prayer out of schools right um you know I, I think we're probably in a little different place here um because we're kind of out we're not in in a big city or right, anything. right so right, there, there, there are right. times where you know you got certain teachers that will you know really pour into those kids with right, the love of jesus right. christ um and i'm glad that they do um, I'm blessed to be able to have good relationships with our, um, with some of our administration here and the mm-hmm. principals here. Um, and, and if there's a, a tough circumstance, you know, they've had us come mm-hmm. in to help kind of counsel and mm-hmm. help kids through those, those things that have, have taken place. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, I think about that, that, that our president didn't mention the name of God, almost taking God out of that. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I can get tragic. disgusted at that, but I think that your the verse you read is exactly what we need to do. Right. Always be praying. We need to pray for that. Well, the current occupier of the White House um, can uh, do whatever he wants to take God out, right. but you're never going to remove God. Exactly. People have tried to remove God for centuries, and um, I'm just telling you, this guy is not smart enough to remove God. And um, he can try all he wants, but God is going to reign um, because the Bible tells me that every knee is going to bow and every tongue is going to confess, so he can remove God all he wants. But exactly. guaranteed you one day. The current occupier of the White House is going to be on his hands and knees before mm-hmm. God Almighty, and he's going to confess him yep. as Lord and Savior. Yep. And just like anybody who's ever, you know, reigned or any one of us who's not even in the limelight right. is going to do that. So it's exactly. going to, it's, it's a, the Bible to me, and I, I mean, you could, you, you can correct me if I'm wrong, but has the Bible not become more alive since March of last mm. year? Yeah. I mean, it seems like the Bible is like the pages are moving, the words are jumping. Mm-hmm. It's almost like I can actually see it living yep. in front of me. And it's mm-hmm. been – I'm actually thankful. Yes. As frustrating as this has been, I'm thankful because God has shown me things that mm-hmm. – I don't know about anybody else. I have grown a lot in the last 14 months. For sure. And the last 14 months has shown me how my immaturity – Prior to March 2020 and where I'm at now, where, where's God going to take me right. in the next 14 months? Mm-hmm. What's going to take place that I'm going to be forced to grow? Right. And I love to grow on my own, but being forced to grow is harder. And I think we've all been forced to grow. Right. And right. so that's been – I mean, think about it, even just here at RCC. I mean, we've been forced to do things we thought we would never have mm-hmm. to do to get the message, to, yeah. to keep in contact with people. I mean, you run the clock back to, say – 16 months ago, yeah. we weren't even thinking about that. Right. And it, we've totally changed since mm-hmm. that time. I mean, we're really, we're the same people, but we're not. Right. Um, I think. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I got heavier during the whole COVID thing. So yeah, there's more with, more of me to love. Let's not talk about that. I'm That's the why the way. caveman diet has come on. So. Exactly. You know, exactly. every time I say the uh, caveman diet, I always think of Captain Caveman. Captain you Caveman. Got it. <laughs> anyway, I don't want to interrupt yeah, you. Anyway, so no, that's. <laughs> That's very true, and you know I think that we again as it all comes back to Christ followers, right? And, and we have to we have to be strong. We have to stand strong mm-hmm. in our faith. We have to dig into our Bible and absolutely know what right. it says. Because if not, we can very easily get pulled down a road by someone who who may be a Christian and they're not as well grounded, right? In truth. And you read yesterday from Matthew chapter 7, and first you read Matthew chapter 7, verse 13. It says, you can enter God's kingdom only through the narrow gate. The highway to hell is broad, and its gate is wide for the, for the many who choose that way. Mm-hmm. You can only – it means we, ha- we have to be set apart. We, we mm-hmm. are set apart. We yep. are going to look different. Right. Um, Whenever I hear that verse in the NLT, I think of whose song was that? Highway to hell. <laughs> yeah, right. But that's you know how how true is that? It's it's wow, easy. We have busted up heavy metal. Exactly. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Need to open up the serious <laughs> channel there. But then you you went on and you read down from uh, verses twenty one through twenty three in Matthew mm-hmm. chapter seven. Not everyone who calls out to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven. Only those who actually do the will of my Father in heaven, will enter. On judgment day, many will say to me, Lord, Lord, we prophesied in your name and cast out demons in your name and performed many miracles in your name. 
But I will reply, I never knew you. Get away from me, you who break God's law. Right. Wow. That's, that's, that's a sobering, a heavy, that's that a sobering, heavy. man. It is. That's heavy. But my heart's heavy too for, for those of, and I'm in that boat sometimes. Oh yeah. Where I, I make yep. it about me or, mm-hmm. or I, I hear somebody say something. And so I was like, yeah, that, that's good. That's, mm-hmm. that's good. But then I take a step back and it's like, but that's not mm-hmm. godly. It's exactly. not holy. And, exactly. and we are called, you know, I was looking through my Bible there earlier and we are called to be holy. Oh, you know, 100% to, to be set apart. Yeah. Um, I think that's, you know, maybe we talk about that. We've talked about that, to, that idea of sanctification would be another, mm-hmm. we're 50 minutes. Right, in, right, right, right. Topic for another podcast. Well, but, going along with those verses, you know, you know, Jesus says, you know, I am the way, the truth and the life. No man comes to mm-hmm. the father except through me. Right. Jesus tells us also, you shall know the truth and the truth shall set you free. free. So you look at all that. So first of all, there's a whole there's a whole bunch of things in there, but it's very simple. I have to know what the truth is. Mm-hmm. So I have to know what the truth source is. And we already talked about this in another podcast, but we know the truth source is God. It's Christ. Mm-hmm. It's the cross. It's the resurrection. It's the gospel. It's his, it's his word. Right. That's the truth. That's what we follow. Anything that goes against that truth, we don't follow that period. End of discussion. It's right. just never going to happen. Uh, the other thing, too, is that Jesus says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. Well, to come to Jesus Christ, what do you have to do? Well, first of all, you got to repent of your sins. Mm-hmm. You got to believe you got to repent of your sin. And so the culture does not want to admit that it has sinned. Mm-hmm. So as simply it put, Jesus said, and you would think that as, e- as easy as everybody would like it, there's only one way to get to heaven. You would think everybody would be like, awesome. This right. is great. This, this is the way to do it. Mm-hmm. Perfect. I'm the way, the truth, and the life. You can't come to God except through me. Okay, perfect. We're going to do it. But you know what? The world and even some Christians and followers do everything but Mm -hmm. go through Jesus Christ because we want to make it our way. Yes. Because what happens when we make it our way, we can do whatever we want. We have control. We have control. I can sin. I can live in sin. You know, I can live in um, what I want to do. I can act how I want because then I don't have to live under the restrictions of God and his word. And so, but people don't realize that God in his word actually sets you free. And that's, that's yep. the beauty of God's word, man. Yep. That is the beauty of it. But mm-hmm. yeah, some heavy stuff. It is heavy stuff. And I can't believe we're 50 it, some minutes into this. Right. But, and it all comes back down to our, our mission that mm-hmm. Jesus gave us. And you mentioned it yesterday. We've got it plastered throughout our building here. Right. Matthew chapter 28 mm-hmm. uh, verses 19 through 20, go and make disciples of all nations. Jesus is talking to, to his disciples, but mm-hmm. you know he's talking to us as well. Mm-hmm. Go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and the Holy Spirit, teaching these new disciples to obey all the commands I have given you. Yeah, that's and, it. And then I love the, the next verse 20 says, and surely I'm with you always to the very end of the age. He doesn't expect us to do it alone. He's no. given us what we need. Exactly. And he's given us the Holy Spirit. You know, he, he told, I love that, yep. where the disciples were like, no, you have to stay. We need you. Mm-hmm. You have to stay with us. And he's like, look, if I don't go, the Father can't send the advocate right. to be with you, to help you, the Holy Spirit. And that's another whole topic for another whole day. Exactly. Because if you think about the Holy Spirit, really, mm-hmm. do we even – what's the word? Do we even tap into mm. the spirit the way we need yeah. – do you? No. Do do I? No. 
Um, if I'm going to admit it, because how many times have you heard me say, God, tap into the Holy Spirit? And how many times have I, have I said that? But yet there are times where I don't do that. Right. And I wonder, because you mentioned the word, I'm going to send the advocate. Mm-hmm. That is, he's with you. Yes. And he's with you always. Mm-hmm. I mean, and here's the basic thing when you get to thinking about it. The best way I can describe it is that the Holy Spirit that is living inside me and you and all of God's believers is the same Holy Spirit that brought Jesus Christ yes. to his feet in the in the tomb. Mm-hmm. I have chills right now just mm-hmm. even saying that. I mean, you think about that. Yes. Crazy. Just but, crazy. Yeah. And, and to know that that we have that, that power. Power. You in mentioned us. It. power. It's power. I love Jeremy Camp's song, The Same Power That Raised Jesus From The Dead Lives In Us. That's awesome. You know, how true is that? But we take... A, I think I take it for granted. B, I think I forget about it. Right. And it's like I, uh, it's like I, I walk around, and and I only pull it out when I think I need it. Yeah. Truth is, is I need it all the time. All the time. All the time. Because think about it. I mean, something happens all the time. Yep. Gets back to, I've learned the secret of being content. Yeah. So. How did Paul actually learn the secret of being content? Well, you know, I can do all things through Christ. Well, that's perfect, but you also know that he has the Holy Spirit. Exactly. So I can do all things through Christ, which is the Holy Spirit right. living inside of me. So I've learned the secret mm-hmm. of being content. Boom. There, there it is. you go. There it I is. love it. I love it. It's a, it's a crazy how everything is relatable it is. and adaptable in, it is. in God's word yes. to you at any moment. I love it. Yep. Absolutely love it. Yep. So, um, Wow. This is going fast today. It has. I feel like we've been just sitting here for 10 minutes. Everybody's like, uh, no, you haven't. I've been listening to you. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so I came across the verse. I didn't use it yesterday, but I, I loved it because, um, you know, we talked a few weeks ago about, you know, wisdom, asking for wisdom of God. And if you ask for wisdom, he's going to give it to you. What? Generously. He's going to give it to you without finding fault. But I was reading in um, James chapter 3 and verse 17, and um, and I thought this was a very uh, good verse, and, and, I, and I actually wanted to share this today um, on the podcast, and I actually stumbled across this yesterday. And it says this, James 3, 17, but the wisdom from above is first of all pure. Mm. <laughs> it's also peace-loving, gentle at all times, and willing to yield to others. It is full of mercy and the fruit of good deeds. It shows no favoritism and is always sincere. And I love that because the wisdom from above is first of all pure. So if I ask for the wisdom of God, what's, what am I getting? I'm getting the purity of God. Right. I'm getting the pure wisdom that, that I need. And that's also directed by the Holy Spirit of God. So. Right. I love that because Maybe one day we just need to go through the book of James real quick and just highlight. James is that is crazy. That's a great book. That's what happened to me yesterday. I was I was sitting out. Um, um, I have a shed and I was sitting out in the shed, and um, I was uh, going through the book of James. I just kept thinking, this is such a relatable book. I mean, if there's a book of the Bible that could have been written last week, it's that one. Right. I mean, man, the taming of the tongue. It is. Oh yeah talking about yeah i mean it's mm. just the craziest thing um boy i tell you what the uh the, it's convicting though right so i got right in and right out so i thought well i'll deal with that later <laughs> right so is that like is your shed is that like a he shed 
Is that kind of like Cheryl's she shed that Bert caught on fire on that commercial? It is. It's a, it's a he shed. It's when Craig's, it's too cold, I go out there. I'll work. I got a little kerosene heater nice. out there. It's it's really nice. I like nice. it. End up falling asleep out there, you know. There you go. <laughs> and he was like, "Is he dead or alive?" <laughs> I, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I loved the uh, the Vadi Bakum post. Yeah, um, it was good. The, the quote that you gave yesterday, and he kind of you kind of got to the end of the message, and you wrapped it back up to to Paul's Mm -hmm. verse on being content in all situations. And Vadi says this, The contentment that the Apostle Paul speaks about is not a position of pacification, but of strength. Mm -hmm. We can be stable and steady, unmoved, no matter what situation we find ourselves in. And so I think that today is just my encouragement for all of those who are listening, because you and I both know something's going to happen. Oh, yeah. That's going to try to get us off track. Oh, 100%. Satan is going to use some situation that happens to us today mm-hmm. to try to take our focus off of God. Mm-hmm. But we need to be content with God, knowing that they and you, Damn even me. if you don't do anything else. You, you said yesterday, and that rocked me for a little bit. Even if you don't answer another one of my prayers the right. way I want it to, because the truth is God's going to answer those prayers. Right. Sometimes it's no. Right. So even if you answer every prayer that I ask as no, it's you're still enough. Exactly. You're still enough. Having that contentment. Exactly. And and having, as Vadi said, the strength and stability, being unmoved, mm-hmm. no matter what situation we find ourselves in, knowing that God's enough. Mm-hmm. That's it's rough, man, when you think about it, because that's the thing that, you know, haunts me a little bit because, you know, you're saying it, but when you're applying it to you that, yes. God, if you never answered one more prayer, if you never mm-hmm. did one more thing in my life, never showed me any more acts of kindness or goodness, mm-hmm. what you've already done in my life is enough for me. Yes. And that is, um, that, that may, that really gets me to examine my life because what if something happens in my life, family member becomes sick, cancer, whatever, and I'm praying, God, heal them, but nothing, Nothing mm-hmm. changes. Mm-hmm. I still, Danu, God, what yeah. you've already done in my life is, right. is enough. When I've seen, you know, you, you take a quote like that from someone who, um, you know, he, he's a pretty high profile guy in the Christian community, mm-hmm. uh, Vadi Bakum. And, and you look, I always mispronounce his name, Bakum. Um, <laughs> but you look at what's taken place in his life over the past few months. Mm-hmm. Um, he had massive heart failure and he was in, Africa and he was teaching at a college over there mm-hmm. and, and very instrumental in that. And they had to rush him back to the United States mm-hmm. to be able to perform a surgery. And they performed a, so I think he, I'm not sure. I think he's at two or three surgeries now. It's crazy. Isn't it? Um, and, and I think he's pretty stable right now. He's good. Mm-hmm. Um, steady and stable right there. Steady is, and stable. His, his quote unmoved. Said, unmoved. Um, but that's, where's his focus? I've seen some videos of him lately mm-hmm. and he's given an update on his health, right? But man, he is still focused on the gospel of Jesus Christ. And and for us that's what needs to happen. Oh yeah. Uh, we cannot be moved. We have to stay focused right. on Matthew 28, the great commission. Mm-hmm. Go and make disciples of all nations mm-hmm. because things are going to happen. Stuff's going to come up in your life where it's going to be frustrating and it's mm-hmm. going to try to get you off track, mm-hmm. but just like Vadi has has stayed true to his calling, mm-hmm. we got to stay true to the calling that God has given us. He's not given up. Right. And sometimes over this past 14 months, a lot of Christians have given up. It's like a free pass. I don't have to do the work. Exactly. Because guess what? We've been shut down. Right. Who shut you down? God? 
No, God's no. word never talks about any time. Hey, you got to do this unless your government unless, shuts you down. Right. No, you know what? I'm going to call bogus mm-hmm. on that movement right there. That's an excuse that you've used to distance yourself from what God wants you to do. Right. And you know what? I'm not going to do that. And I love that about him. I love that he's yes. a great example that I'm not doing well physically. Mm-hmm. And you know, physically, that can get to you. Yes. And when the apostle Paul says, "When I'm whether I'm full stomach or empty, that can get to you if mm-hmm. you got an empty stomach." Like Vadi, if you are having some health issues, mm-hmm. that can get to you. You 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 might want to pull back. Right. He's not pulling back. Exactly. It's the gospel. Mm-hmm. It's the truth. And he's pounding that out. Whether he's laying in a hospital bed with a camera above him or I love that. Yeah. He's on one road. Yeah. That's my hero. And you look at, <laughs> I love him. You look at um, at the Apostle Paul. Mm-hmm. You know, he's those aren't just words. No. You look at everything that happened in his lifetime. Mm-hmm. And all of the things that took place to him, mm-hmm. he, he found mm-hmm. his source of truth. He did. Even in the midst of being shipwrecked and snake bitten and sick and beaten, beaten and persecuted, prison. you name it, he yeah. was in prison. I mean, how many times was he beaten? Like seven or eight times yeah. or something like that. It was a crazy number. I mean, seriously. Mm-hmm. Most people would give after the first. I'd have been done after getting snake bitten. I'd have seen a snake and been done. Yeah, you would have. Me too. Gosh, goodness. I hate snakes. <laughs> so you're telling me in the movie Indiana Jones, if you were dropped into the middle of that snake pit, you would have freaked out. Oh, I'd have screamed like a little girl. Like Indiana Jones is like, oh, snakes. Why did it have to be snakes? <laughs> right? Yeah, I agree. I, I would have been. screamed like a little girl. Yeah, me too. Help. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> yeah, I don't do snakes. Oh, God. See, I grew up in Virginia and <clears throat> we had snakes, like big snakes. I was running across the swinging bridge one day. Um, I was about 10 years old, 11 years old, and we'd been across um, onto the <laughs> island fishing in the river on the other side, and my grandfather had built this swinging bridge. And I had my fishing pole in my right hand, and I'm running across a swinging bridge, and have you ever got the feeling of, hey, genius, look down, like like something's there? Have you ever had that feeling? Yeah. 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 So I got that, and I looked down, and about five, six feet in front of me, there was this black snake that was probably five, six foot long. And about as big around as a pop can. Oh, my. Just laying on the bridge, sunning itself. It was a nice sunny day. Did you pick him up? And... No, I turned around. You should have seen that bridge <laughs> flopping, man. I turned around and hightailed it back across, and my dad came, and he took a fishing pole and scooted him off the bridge. Oh, man. But, um, we saw that. I'm pretty sure it was the same snake there the next week up in the yard. and We didn't kill the black snakes because apparently they kept the uh, the poison. Because we had you know rattlers and right. copperheads and Cottonmouths and all that stuff. And well, you're down there in the Hilljack, USA. Exactly. You know I mean? like, <laughs> That's right, right in the middle of the Appalachian Mountains. Appalachian, but anyway. Well, you know, it, I grew up there. I should know how to say yeah, it. Yeah, you probably should. Exactly. <laughs> so. But you have, um, you know, um, you're dealing with all that stuff. And um, I've noticed, and I, I think I told you this today, and um, I think I'm losing my memory. And, uh, because I've noticed, um, I don't really know what we talk about sometimes on the podcast because we're just in the middle of it. So right, I'll go back right. and I'll listen one time and I'll be like, be saying something and I'll know, I can tell that I am forgetting what I'm saying. And then Brandon is so gracious that I he can just, tell that you're forgetting what you're saying. He is. Too. <laughs> and he'll just come right out and say it, which I'm like, yeah, perfect. So we'll go right on. And, uh, so yesterday I am stood up to make the baby bottle announcement and I, I could about that. <laughs> I could not remember the name of the uh New Path Pregnancy Center and I looked down at Brandon he went New Path Pregnancy and I went right on with yeah, it. So right. he's uh I think I got the on stages of Alzheimer's. I'm not sure. Is that how that starts? I mean it's gonna be like I, I don't know. I don't know. 
I'm here for you though. I appreciate I it. I can, I can be content with that. There you go. I can be content. I can do all this stuff through Christ and Brandon as long as he's feeding me the lines. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. I think yeah. we've all been there though. That's, well, I walk into a room sometimes. I mean, I'm 36 years old and be like, what did I come in here for? And then I walk out and then it's like, you go back to doing what you were doing. Then you remember. Oh yeah. Exactly. And then, then I have to repeat it to myself. So I don't forget. <laughs> you ever do that? I have. I have for sure. Yeah, so um, I don't know if he's going to be listening or not. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to put out a call. I'm going to put out a call for Randy Neal. Uh-oh. Last week, these guys were talking about Black Rifle Coffee. And they were talking about you bringing them little bags of coffee. So um, putting out a call for a little bag of coffee surprised me. He's probably like, why would I bring you coffee? Right, right. <laughs> I'll bring you some of the Thin Blue Line once I get it. That would I be nice. I think it's a medium roast. Is it medium? I think so. Okay. And so. It, they're... I drank it. <laughs> I was drinking a cup on the way to drop my kids off at school this morning. I'm like, I took a, my first sip because it's so hot out of the, you know, when you first pour it. And so I'm a couple miles down the road before I actually got to, to drink it. And I'm like, man, this coffee is so good. <laughs> and my son was like, dad, it's coffee. You think it's always good? I'm like, yeah, I do. But this black rifle coffee is so much better than anything else. Oh, well, I had a friend, I I think I sent this to you yesterday, and I know we're getting close to time. We've been going on, what, about what, an hour? A little over, about an hour and five minutes, six minutes. Oh, my goodness. But anyway, I had a friend um, send me something about coffee the other day. Oh, um, yeah. You remember that? Yes. I'm trying to see if I can find it. I don't know if I can even find it because... You and I text text so much if you go back. So a friend of mine from Indiana, if you're listening, his name's Jason, and um, he sent this to me. He said, when I saw this, I thought of of you and Brandon. He says, the evolution of a coffee... Coffee drinker. Here's what it is. Number one, coffee with cream and sugar. Number two, coffee with cream. Number three, black coffee. Number four, drinking directly from the pot. I think it's you. <laughs> I don't know. I might be borderline on number five. Number five. Are we ready? Snorting lines of coffee grounds off a bl- off a buck knife. <laughs> So when he texted, I said, oh, Brandon's uh, definitely number five. And um, he said, yeah. And then I text Brandon that. And Brandon said, I was number one at age five. I was drinking coffee at age five. Coffee with cream, with cream and, and sugar. sugar. <laughs> yep. 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 Yeah. So I thought that was pretty good. That is good stuff. That's right? I. I do love my coffee. Oh, yeah, you do. I've man. had a pot today, so it's... Oh, and then some. And then some. Yeah, well, yeah, because I had the Tim Hortons. Yep. So I've you got did. a little bit left in my in my to-go cup in my office. Bathroom break coming up. Bathroom break coming up. That's right. Yeah. yeah. So, no, it was good stuff today. I, I think that, um, you know, we just have to be reminded as Christ followers, we, we're here for each other. You know, and I think that, right. um, you know, the messages that you've been been preaching on Sundays have been really, really good, really, really tough. I'm glad it's you and not me. Right. Um, we could, we could change that around. I could do worship and you could do it. I would pay to see that. Well, I'd be like, grab your hymnal and turn to page 122. <laughs> right. Um, but no, I, I think that, you know, we have, we have to be in the word and we have to see it for its truth. Mm-hmm. You know, and I, I have. I've seen so many Christians who've taken Scripture out of context. And, you know, we talked a couple weeks ago about I've seen high-profile mm-hmm. ministers mm-hmm. and Christians mm-hmm. who have, you know, kind of bought into what culture is saying. And, mm-hmm. and they're using Scripture to back it up that when you look at the Scripture, 
Yeah, you can take the one verse right. and back it up with that. But if you look at the scripture in context, right, and you look at it exegetically, mm-hmm. which going Bible college here, going you know seminary, yeah. I got to look that word up later. Yeah, I'll, I'll fill you in okay. later. Um, thanks, Doctor Step, for that. <laughs> right. Um, but you know, if you look at it exegetically, you got to look at it in context, and and you've got to look at it at what it meant to the people that it was written to, but then right. also hermeneutically of what it means to us nowadays. Wow. Two big words. Big words. Two big words. There you I'm go. I'm impressed. Yeah. I didn't even know you knew those words. I don't. Okay. No. Yeah. No. Um, he but, heard John MacArthur riddle those off today. So he wanted to, <laughs> <laughs> he wanted to use those today in the podcast. Yeah, I was frantically kind of searching for, for MacArthur videos. What word can I use? What word can I use? Yeah. I wrote them down. I don't even know if I said them right. <laughs> you did. No, that's not true. Um, you know, I, I do miss some of those discussions from, from Bible college and, and right. Dr. Step was one of my professors that really drilled that idea of exegesis, exegesis and hermeneutics home. Right. And, and, you know, I think that we as Christians, we, for a vast majority of Christians, they want to be fed. They right. want to come to church right. and they want to leave and they go and they, they live their other six days. But mm-hmm. we are called, you know, every single day, every single mm-hmm. moment to walk in step with the spirit. Right. Well, I think a few weeks ago, I, you know, people, uh, I mean, people have told me, you know, you should lay off of this. You shouldn't go so deep on this. You shouldn't, you know, say this, you know, we need to feel good about, you know, when we leave here, we need to give us something to hang on to. And I think a few weeks ago I said, I'm not trying to make you guys feel better. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to get you to live better. Exactly. I'm trying to get you to heaven. Right. I, I, I'm not, I'm not concerned about your feelings. I'm concerned about you living for God. Right. And that's what I'm concerned about. I'm not concerned about my feelings. Right. I'm concerned about what God once. So. Yeah, because I know, I mean, I've been in your shoes before where I've preached messages. And a lot of times when I, I preach a message, I'm stepping on my own toes. Oh, 100%. And, and if I, if I can't preach it to myself, then I like stepping on yours more than mine. Oh man, man. that hurts, dude. <laughs> it hurts. But yeah, no, I, I think you're absolutely right. You know, right. We, we, we shouldn't. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's okay to feel good if we're walking in step with the spirit, mm-hmm. but that's not, we, we need to make sure we're living right. Right. And I know I'm guilty. How many times times. have, you know who I'm talking about? I won't mention their name, but if they're listening, they're going to know who I'm talking about. But, um, they'll be like, every time I leave church, I feel like crap, (laughs) (laughs) but in a good way. Right. (laughs) They said to you once, I I felt like a pretzel. Yeah. When I twisted me. me. Yeah. They come up and they said, do you see that row back there? I'm still twisted back there in that row. (laughs) (laughs) No, actually, was it yesterday that they were like, I actually feel pretty good about myself today. Yes, the first time in a long time I actually feel good about myself. <laughs> That's good stuff. It is good. Well, before we wrap this thing down, any parting shots? Any last big? I just uh, hey, appreciate you guys uh, yeah. listening. If you've if you've made it this far in today's podcast, just thank you guys so much for listening. And if you guys wouldn't mind, if you wouldn't mind, if you've enjoyed this, if you enjoy the podcast, if you wouldn't mind liking it and sharing it, or even um, sharing it with somebody who's never listened before. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're just uh, we're excited to to do this, and we're just glad that that you're listening. And once again, if you guys have anything you want us to um, chat about, we are um, getting together topics from people that send things in yep. and we're going to discuss those one day. We're probably just going to pull them out of a hat or pull yep. them out of a cup or, and do it that a way. A list but, of about four right now, I think. Yeah. So, but I just thank you guys for listening. I, I really appreciate it. Yep. And uh, we do enjoy 
um, doing this. And, um, but again, if you guys wouldn't mind just, you know, liking, subscribing and, you know, forwarding on and check us out on Facebook. And if you guys want to order a t-shirt to help, yep. you know, promote it, that would be awesome. We, we would really, uh, you know, appreciate that too. So absolutely, man, I don't even have anything to say. You really, took, you took it all. Really? Um, you always have something to say. I've never is... known you not been able to say anything. There is a God. There is. He really has nothing to say. Right. That's it. Well, hey, yeah, thanks uh, so much for listening, and uh, we hope that you've been blessed by this episode. And uh, we, uh, again, next week, we're coming, Mike. We're coming. So we are heading to the great state of Kentucky, and we look forward to to podcasting from there and getting that uploaded next Monday. And so uh, I'm excited. It's going to be a good week. Wait a minute. Do you hear it? Do you hear the music coming in? I hear the music. Come on, man. He's dancing. You guys have a good week. Hey, have a good one. Thanks.